Welcome, friends and fiends. This is your host, film critic and comedian, Nate Wyckoff. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting giveaway that Warner Brothers Discovery and Colton Classic Films LLC has put together to build your 4K Ultra HD film collection on digital. We are giving away four codes which contain digital 4K Ultra HD versions of Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke. These are films that you absolutely must know as a film buff. You can get this code by being one of the lucky four people we pull from our newsletter list. So go to coltonclassicfilms.com slash newsletter and give us your email and your name and we'll sign you up for the newsletter and we will enter you in the competition. That's all you got to do. So please go ahead and do that. The contest ends on April 30th and we will send out the winning codes on May 1st. Thank you so much for being a listener. And here's your episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast. Welcome to Colton Classic. <laughs> Welcome, friends and fiends, to another mini-sode of Colton Classic Podcast. These are the short, in-between main episode episodes we bring you every Friday. They give you movie reviews, product reviews, uh, weird stuff that we like to talk about, any any number of strange things, just to keep you occupied until our next Tuesday episode, which is the main episode where we talk about a mainstream film and a cult film that share thematic links. I'm super excited to talk, as I always am, to you about uh, today's film. This is a review of 2021's Netflix exclusive Thunder Force, starring Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer, as well as other uh, star-studded cast, frankly. So this is, uh, of course, I'm Nate Wyckoff, your host. I'm a comedian and film critic, and I wanted to go over both this film but also the reception it's received um and i feel like it's been pretty harsh if you look at the aggregate uh scores from critics and users they're pretty low about 4.4 out of 10 on imdb and that's kind of across the the spectrum similar i think it's important like many films we've talked about in the past like i've mentioned in passing birds of prey and other margot roby films things like that trolls hit female-led films really hard um and it doesn't mean a female-led film can't be a bad movie for example listen back to my review of the craft legacy zoe lister's film i really think that was not a successful film and it was unfortunate because it was also receiving a bunch of uh hate uh from uh ridiculous uh men claiming that uh the pc culture is ruining the world not one of those um and i'm happy to say that i think that's ridiculous but uh, I do think that has affected the aggregate scores for this movie, Thunder Force. So a little bit about this movie. This movie launched uh, recently. It's 2021. It's a Netflix exclusive, as I mentioned. So you can stream it there. I'm sure it will be released physically as well as most, as all Netflix uh, features eventually seem to be. So the idea behind this is this is sort of Melissa McCarthy's superhero vehicle. Uh, you know, she does a lot of other, she's had a lot of other films uh, such as Spy, which was a sort of spy thriller, um, Heat with, um, uh, why can I not think of her name? You guys can look that up. You don't need to hear me talk about that. Um, but <clears throat> which was a cop movie, buddy cop movie, and uh, just a lot of really great film Sandra Bullock that's who was in heat of course but anyway and this movie is like those a comedy um, like those it pays deep homage to the genre that it is uh, sort of inhabiting and 
I think it's overall very successful. Um, there's two things to know. One, is it a perfect film? Hmm, probably not. Uh, are there issues? Yeah, uh, true. Uh, but is it funny? Yes, I personally, this reviewer at least, and uh, those I was watching with found it very humorous. And also it's pretty family appropriate. This is one of the movies that especially kind of a rarity among live action comedies these days that you can watch with your kids and everybody's going to have a good time. There's a few jokes that will go over their head, uh, but it's it's funny. Melissa McCarthy is kind of at the top of her form being uh, the sort of Bostonian rough around the edges, funny, self-deprecating character that she often plays. Uh, and her childhood friend is played by Octavia Spencer, of course, the incredible actress from um, Hidden Figures and The Help and Ma, um, as well as many, many other things. She also was the manticore in Onward, uh, Pixar's recent-ish uh, standout film. So there's a lot of, of talent here. We have um, Jason Bateman playing the Melissa McCarthy love interest, The Crab, uh, who is a, a supervillain with literal crab arms uh, and then we have playing the main villain in the film bobby cannavale uh, playing the king bobby is a pretty well-known actor especially his voice you'll recognize his voice in all sorts of animated features but uh, i think a lot of people remember him as vince um, from will and grace the the ex-cop boyfriend of will as well as a good jillian other things um, he's also been in several movies with melissa mccarthy and then we also have um, Palm Clementiev. Uh, I'm sure I'm butchering her name as I always do, um, but she plays the female supervillain Laser, and she's a treat as always. Uh, people will recognize her as Mantis from the Guardians of uh, the Galaxy uh, series, James Gunn's flagship Marvel series. And yes, I went another episode with mentioning James Gunn. We will always mention James Gunn, and only when he is on our podcast will perhaps we slow down, although probably not. Uh, rounding out the cast, we have Taylor Mosby, who plays Tracy, Octavia Spencer's daughter. She does a great job. She is very charming. She's done a lot of TV work. You'll probably recognize her face, um, even if you can't pinpoint where you've seen her. Uh, but she was in Criminal Minds. She was in uh, the. Uh, she was in a couple episodes of things like Twisted and Snowfall, 2017 show, Grey's Anatomy in 2018, um, and most recently she's been in the last OG series. She played Amira. So what is Thunder Force uh, besides a superhero movie starring Melissa McCarthy on Octavia Spencer? Well, it's uh, sort of one of it's it has the feel and this is one of the reasons I like this movie a lot. It has the feel of an independent superhero comic. We're talking things like a Miller World comic or Invincible um, uh, where you have a superhero superheroes that are similar to pre-existing superheroes from the big publishing houses like DC or Marvel, but things happen in the series that don't quite fit in the mold of a Marvel brand or a DC brand. And so it just feels a little fresh. Um, I'm thinking specifically of Eric Larson's long running, still running and still amazing Savage Dragon comic series, um, especially with the crab. Uh, it just reminded me right away of Savage Dragon. And that's a good thing in my book. Savage Dragon is one of my favorites and I love not knowing what's gonna happen and uh, having all these wild characters inhabit uh, the space. That said, Thunder Force also kind of in the indie comic vibe feels narrow, it feels small. We uh, only see really uh, three super villains. Um, they call them miscreants in this film. And we don't really, uh, we hear about some others but we don't see them. And the cast is very small. That said, 
it is sort of the perfect scope for this story because we have these two friends who drifted apart uh, before college and uh, they come back together for uh, a school reunion. Melissa McCarthy um, wants to see Octavia Spencer's character again and she goes to find her at her big expensive scientific building where they're working on superhero potions and uh, accidentally gets uh, injected with a super strength formula. Um, Octavia Spencer is supposed to have gotten it, but instead she gets the invisibility one. And then we have these two sort of training until ultimately they can take on the miscreants. Now in this world, miscreants popped up because of, uh, I believe outer space radiation. Uh, and it's not really explained, doesn't have to be, but only people with sociopathic tendencies get the powers. So that's why it's really important that Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer become superheroes because uh, they attained their powers through deliberate science. So they don't have these sociopathic tendencies. Um, and it's really, really fun to have Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer uh, play off of each other, primarily because I, I think they have a long-standing relationship in real life. They've been friends for, I guess, over 20 years. And I think it shows. The downside here is that Octavia Spencer is sort of underutilized. Uh, it's really Melissa McCarthy show here. And Octavia Spencer, who is a great actress, I don't think she has a lot of room to shine uh, or get, rather give depth to her character. She's always a pleasure on screen, but she doesn't give the depth. Um, on the plus side, Jason Bateman is the crab, the sort of schmoozy um, yes man is hilarious great fun this is uh right up his alley and he knows exactly how to play it uh, bobby cannavale is the king uh he's running for mayor a very uh, sort of sort of a batman returns vibe with him uh, where he's trying to trying to get into the mayor's slot and then uh work miscreants into his employ so he wants to kind of have a, a governing body full of these miscreant supervillains um, one of which is palm clementioff's character of laser and who she's probably the most dangerous in this movie and she just does a great job uh, she looks very spooky without eyebrows yet still very fashion uh, and that's a nice thing we have um Taylor Mosby, as I said, rounding it out as Octavia Spencer's daughter. It's really nice because she gets to play with Melissa McCarthy a lot and they have some sort of like anti-vibes, which is cool. Um, and then we also do have Melissa Leo as Allie, who is a, a CIA agent of dubious trustworthiness. So without any spoilers, again, I don't think spoilers are important in most movies, including this one. Uh, you're going to have fun watching it if you enjoy Melissa McCarthy comedies. Um, and it's right in line with many of her other comedies because it's written directed by uh, Ben Falcone, who is her husband. Um, we also get a great uh, little bit in the beginning of the movie of their daughter playing young Melissa McCarthy, who she's perfect. She looks like Melissa. She acts uh, like Melissa. She knows her mom. It's, it's really great. Uh, but he also, he's written a lot of Melissa McCarthy movies. So he wrote Tammy, which is one of uh, her stronger films. He wrote The Boss, all sorts of, of Melissa McCarthy vehicles. And I say keep going. I enjoyed it. I hope they do a sequel to this film. Uh, I did say that there were some weak spots. Octavia Spencer is a little underutilized. The plot is nothing new. Uh, you won't see anything that's going to break the mold here, except for some of the romance between Melissa McCarthy and Jason Bateman's The Crab character is hilarious, especially coming from New England. The whole crab seasoning thing cracks me up. Um, 
it, so it's lightweight. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but it is going to be a bad thing if you're looking for the next Zack Snyder's Justice League four hour cut or, um, you know, Avengers Endgame. Although I often have the same critique of Marvel films where they really don't have a great deal of danger uh, feeling. This one doesn't either. And that's okay in this case, because I think this truly is aimed at being a wide audience film. It's a family film, um, but it has stuff for the adults that the kids aren't going to have a problem with. And you probably won't have a problem letting them see it with. There's no nudity. There's no real blood. Um, but there is a little bit of superhero mayhem, a little bit of uh, sexy time jokes. Although again, nothing graphic. It's a lot of fun. I think you could do a lot worse to stream a new movie. And considering we're still experiencing a shortage of new quality films, not even just quality, new films in general, um, stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic, it's really nice to get these little treats of fun movies that we can watch at home. Um, I think it would be fun in the theater as well. Sort of gives like a, my crazy ex superhero girlfriend, whatever that was called superhero ex-girlfriend with Uma Thurman. Um, but it's better. I don't think that was a particularly strong film. Um, but it's, it uses superheroes for a comedic effect. So in my opinion, go watch Thunder Force. Uh, everybody already has Netflix, so enjoy it. If you don't, uh, wait for the physical release, which I'm sure is not too far away, and uh, make up your own mind. Uh, the critics are sort of panning it as, I saw one call it soulless. I know why they're saying that, because it is a little by the numbers, but you've got a great cast, and this is a chance for them to just sort of play and play with the ideas, and it's fun to watch. Um, pair it with something like The Mask, Jim Carrey's amazing um, uh comic homage film based off the dark horse comic the mask which in of itself was a very different comic but still kept much of the fun it's going to be a fun time watch it and thank you so much for listening to cult and classic podcast as always please review us wherever you get your podcasts uh, apple Podcasts, google podcast podcast uh, addict um, uh, what is the other one there's so many just whatever you're listening to this on right now leave a review if you're listening online Go sign up for one of these podcast things so you can leave us a review. Why? It helps people find us. The algorithms that uh, these companies use to advertise podcasts to people is based on the reviews primarily. So go listen. And uh, I hope you guys have a great day. If you have any questions or hate mail, anything like that, send it to us at cultandclassicpodcast.gmail.com. And as always, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Cult and Classic Podcast. And you can follow me, Nate Wyckoff, at Nate Wyckoff on Twitter. Thanks so much. Guys, have a great weekend, and we will be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. To play us out, as always, is The Chud with All About Evil. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Colton Classic Podcast. This podcast is important to me, but what's more important are the rights, privileges, and freedom from violence of everyone in this country and in this world. And that means supporting Black Lives Matter. If you'd like to make a donation, please go ahead and visit coltonclassicpodcast.com where we have a list of places you can donate and help out. And please stay safe.